Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven and with me as always is Brandon. We are in person. This is the first time we have been in person since the pandemic began. It's also the first time we've ever used these microphones in a video together. Uh, I literally just recorded my first videos with one of these microphones yesterday at the time of this live recording. And this whole setup is completely different. And it's the start of a new era here. I, <laughs> all of this feels very surreal. But it, one of the most surreal things is just the fact that now we're recording in the same room. Because since the pandy, as some people may call it. We, uh, I hate when people call it that. Though. <laughs> Anyone who calls it that is like really weird. To but me. but since it started, we haven't been able to to do this. So it's uh, it's like a bunch of a bunch of things are hitting me at once right now. It's pretty cool. I know. I mean, I just I, I like to think that in this show in the future, the energy level is going to be a lot different now that we can actually do these in person. I also just think that when you're in a setup that just feels like more legitimate, I feel like I. Like, I feel like what I'm doing feels just better in general. And maybe we'll sound smarter. Maybe we'll sound dumber. Who knows what's going to happen? But it's just a different feeling. So I like it. You know what I just realized? Before Which, we started recording, you asked me where your phone was. I know. Yeah. We're using, <laughs> we're using your phone for the I know. video. <laughs> I mean, to be, to be fair, we don't have like a single specific segment in this episode. This is us really really like in our natural habitat you know what i did have one topic i wanted to bring to okay the table. Bring, bring it to the table when you're playing with legos oh yeah this is i'm glad you saved this okay let's see when you're playing with legos are you more of a i gotta be i gotta be creative guy i'm gonna do whatever i want to do or are you more no there are instructions and i i need to build the spaceship that's on the front of the box and nothing else let me ask you this what person do you think that i am i'll give you one guess you give me well there's only two options yeah so. i'm giving you one guess so you're either <laughs> gonna get it right or you're gonna get it wrong <laughs> i'm thinking that you're the guy who doesn't like to follow the instructions 100 percent. you think that i had the patience i don't have the patience now you think back then i was like i'm gonna look at them like i would buy legos I, I remember i had like the harry potter ones and i would look at this castle and then i would think i'm not gonna figure this out so i would just make my own castle you're not going to figure out the very specific directions yeah, no that way. they give you? No way, dude. Way too, way too difficult. Not for me. I'm, you, a, I'm a creative guy. What can I say? Here's what I would do. I typically would start out by building what the instructions allowed me to build. And then after I did that and I got bored with whatever it was I would build, I would break everything apart, put all the Legos into one like bin, and then whenever I wanted to play Legos, I'd build whatever I wanted to build. So I had the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. I could, I could, well, well, you you would interpret it as being the you best get of both the worlds. Best of both worlds. Are you a big Hannah Montana fan? No, it, no, absolutely not. Although I did watch that show a little bit. Like it wasn't my least say, favorite. If, if there's one thing that I would guess about you, big <laughs> Hannah Montana guy. No, that that would be high in the list of things you would guess about me. I think so. That in Metro Station. You're a big fan of the Cyruses. Well, I met, I met a Ch Chase, Trace, uh, Trace. I think I met that guy when I was at. Uh, I went to go see Motion City soundtrack. Like I don't know when this was, like 12 years ago or something. And I met Trace Cyrus and had him sign my Motion City soundtrack poster. He had to have hated Wait, how do, it. I was gonna say, how do you how do you think <laughs> someone feels like in that situation? They're they're like an up and comer. They're trying to make it. And uh, 
you show up with the headliner, their poster, and you're like, uh, I guess just sign this. What, what, what do you think is going through that guy's head? I'm just thinking from our perspective, like if this happened to us, like let's say we went on a podcast tour and we went with like Tiger Belly or something and they, get, they took a Tiger Belly poster and they said, hey, sign, can you sign this poster? Probably do it. I think it'd be fine, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because yeah. it's like they went on the, the obviously they're going to see Tiger Belly technically, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, they they came to the Tiger Belly tour and we happen to be on it. So we are part of that memory or, or that experience. So I don't think it's like a personal shot. Then again, I'm guessing you didn't necessarily want Trace Cyrus's autograph. Are you serious? I wanted it like no other autograph there. I, in fact, I will say I didn't. He was really nice. I had no idea who he was. And then someone's like, yeah, it's my Cyrus's brother. I was like, wow, is that actually true? And I asked him, he's like, yeah, it is true. And I was like, where's Miley? And I don't remember what he said, but. You actually said that to him? Oh, yeah. It, dude, it's me. It's 100%. I would be the kind of person. I'd no, be like... you're the kind of person that complains <laughs> when people say the same things over and over again. <laughs> Wait, what does that even mean? Like, uh. Like the uh, the old, um, if someone's going to Target and the the scanner can't pick up the item, and so the person in the in the checkout line's like, "Oh, I guess it must be free." You're the guy that would complain about the guy that would make that joke. You make fun of me <laughs> for dad jokes all the fucking time. Now you're gonna tell me that oh, it's me. I'll make those dad jokes. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it depends on the, on the dude. Everything's about context. When will you learn that context is a huge context? Part of life? Doesn't mean shit. There. Well, actually, let, let me ask you. We, we've had this conversation uh, quite a bit, but uh, how much should we pay attention to context, uh, and how much should it just be analyzing action as opposed to maybe what what the context was around that certain actions it, it well there's obviously a balance of the two of them but it is tough like if somebody is a bad person in one era they may not be perceived as a as bad of a person in a different era that's such a weird concept it's like there's m m very likely a chance that something that we say today like like words that we're using will be offensive more offensive contextually in the future than they are in the current landscape. So do you think that um, all should be forgiven because they were part of a certain era? Or do you think that it should be a constant fluidity where as time grows, we grow and realize that that era had some fucked up things about it. Now we're growing and we're getting out of that. So we're not going to uh, be okay with that anymore. Do you think, do you see an argument for that? Uh, oh, I think, wait, so are you saying like, when you say, I, I don't like how you say the fluidity to it. What, what exactly do you mean? Cause I, I, the fluidity meaning, um, that, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll use uh, specific examples cause we've had this conversation quite a bit lately. Mm -hmm. The, the statues thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my argument is that what's, I don't think that tearing down the statues is the same thing as erasing history. You can still talk about this within history mm -hmm. in history classes and books and all that stuff, but it's about commemorating certain things. So I'm saying, isn't it okay that there is a fluidity that maybe we commemorated something a hundred years ago, 
but that doesn't mean that we have to commemorate it now that there's a fluidity as time moves on time evolves we also evolve as a society and say okay even though 100 years ago that was commemorated nowadays it's not okay it's not to it's not to necessarily um erase history but it is to say times have changed let's move on from that that's the fluidity that i'm talking about yeah i think that you have to evolve things over time like just because somebody was honored hundreds of years ago doesn't mean that they have to still be honored in the present day when we have more information, we have a different context. Like there are situations, but within that, there could be particular things um, that that person did that in the context of their day might have not been as bad as in the context of today. Like if, if we take a specific example, something like slavery, that is not okay in any context. Like that, that contextually, there is no way. So people who want to take down the statues of people who were slave owners, I understand how there is no context in which that would be understood, like understood to be an acceptable thing. However, like there might be some smaller things that somebody might have done. I can't think of one on the top of my head, but there could be something smaller that I think it would have to be reevaluated. Well, you gave an example the other day where you said that, you know, maybe uh, 400 years in the future, let's say that just for a hypothetical, let's say that you and I have statues erected in our honor. Hell yeah, and dude. then 400 years from now, they're like, you have statues of these guys. They were on their phones way too much. Oh yeah. 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 This, this is one of your examples. Um, obviously this is a really small thing, but yeah, yeah. we don't know what's going to be okay with by societal standards and, and your argument. And I want you to kind of elaborate on this a little bit, but your argument is that the, you don't think that you should be held to the standards of 400 years from now for stuff that you did back. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's why it, it, it can obviously get dicey because there are certain things where in all contexts, it's just not okay, but there are like certain things. For example, if you make a, a comment today where you said like, Oh man, I'm blind as a bat. Like you hear people who will say something like that. And I could see a future where, where bats that, are evolved and evolved and they're taking our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, like <laughs> we got to watch out for the bats. People, <laughs> people might go back and listen to this and say, these guys were supporting bats back in the day, or they were, they were saying things that we didn't approve of. And th this is just the type of stuff that I know I don't want to be held accountable for saying that. <laughs> but do you think that you get to control that? Like I, 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 I know I, I can see where you're coming from because legacy is very important. It's, it's important to me as well. Mm -hmm. And so it is sad to, it is sad to think about our legacy being tarnished because something that we did now um, is not accepted 400 years from now. But part yeah. of me is like, I'm not in control of that. The time times are going to evolve and, and the standards of society are going to change. And I'm going to be just part of that that again fluidity of it and i and as much as i might not like it i don't know that i can i can emphatically say that that's right or wrong mm -hmm. i in, in fact i would all i would argue that um i want society to evolve and if something that i did in my time is no longer acceptable down the road then yeah move on from me move on to better here like better people that were positive influences 
And um, yeah, I, I, I actually think I, I've definitely come around more to just like understanding that idea that, that we might in the future be looked back on and like, oh, what people thought these guys were so great. And this is obviously in a scenario where we did something that people would even have this thought on. But uh, but them being like they weren't because they look at this. They didn't take care of the environment. Like, they didn't even care. Like they just threw things in the trash. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't actually try to um, to reuse things or something like who, who knows? Like there's just there's so many things. And you can just look at historical context and just see that people have done things where you're like, how could someone be so dumb as to smoke? Like clearly smoking is really bad for you. Like how could everybody have just done that and not thought there was a consequence of it? A hundred percent. There's going to be a lot of things during our lifetime where we're going to look at and be like, man, we were so dumb. Like when we've talked about before where we have on, uh, on, well, actually on Sundays, usually I get a little notification. that says how many hours a day I've been spending on my phone. We've talked about before how outrageous these numbers are like double digit hours in a day. And of course, in the future, people are going to be like, wow, people like that, spending that much time on their phones. Clearly, that wasn't good for their brain development or clearly that caused like so many potential issues. Do you actually think it'll go in that direction and not the opposite direction where they'll be spending more time on technology? I think that, okay, I, I think that people will spend more time on technology in a lot of ways. But I do think. Because I, 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 as I said, I do think that people will like live in a virtual world in the future. Like a, a most of your time, probably put on something. You'll be like in a simulation. But I, I do think that the our relationship with technology right now is sort of in this weird phase where I think that the way we use it now, like looking at these little screens, uh, I think that people will laugh at it and be like, "Wow, these people are so dumb to spend their time doing that." Like they needed to just do something else, like for their minds, but they were making it. They were like damaging their brains instead yeah uh, n- not to not to backtrack but well i guess it is to backtrack but to to go back to this um being held to standards of whatever i i think a good compromise would be like specifically thinking of us as artists you know you and i have had the conversation of can you separate the person from the art mm-hmm. when i think of like a statue or something i think uh, something that's significant i uh to me seems like it's, it's more about the person and everything that they stood for than it is just about one single thing. I guess there are probably specific circumstances where that's not necessarily the case. Like the, the, the statues of those Chicago Cubs players outside of Wrigley field, like Mm -hmm. that's a specific context. Um, but like, um, I would say maybe a compromise is if, uh, societally, maybe we do, uh, just, uh, like the people that we put up on quote unquote pedestals. Not that I think that you should ever idolize anybody cause we're all just human. Um, but people that you might have influence in or whatever, uh, those should be, I guess the cream of the crop people. But if there are people, you know, who have some ugliness to them, um, maybe you don't put statues up, even if their ugliness was because of that certain era, but you still are allowed to like enjoy their art, for instance. Like if mm-hmm. people 400 years from now um, don't like that I did what you know whatever whatever example, um, I does that mean that they shouldn't be allowed to listen to my music? You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's where maybe there could be a distinction, a kind of middle ground where it's like, okay, don't put Brandon the person up on this pedestal. Don't idolize it. But 
luckily this guy had some art that he created that meant something significant. And I think that that, that might be more appropriate. Uh, you know, not that I set any rules for society, but I, I think that could be a, a good middle ground for it all. Actually. Yeah, no, I know. I like that. And on the, on the topic, since I brought it up and I think it's a, a decent segue into it. So I, I, I always talk about the like future of technology. I'm always very fascinated about just anything that's in the future. I've made videos talking about this before, but when it comes to this idea of like, I, I, I guess I don't know what your experience is. How much like virtual reality games or any of that type of experience do you have? Um, I think the only time that I've played was when we went to that one bar for Valentine's day. Ah, okay. Okay. And what was your experience like with that? I enjoyed it a lot, actually, because I, I, I had heard some things like it makes you woozy and, and they need to figure out the kinks. But mm-hmm. I actually loved it. It was a lot of fun. OK. Um, and I've I've have experience with this. I've I had a friend who had I forget the vibe. I think it's called um, where I, I played that before. But the most impressive thing I did by far was if you go to Disney World, they have a the Star Wars one. And as I've said, it was the most impressive technology that I have experienced since the first time I held an iPhone back in 07. And like when you're in it, you really do feel like you are in another world. And obviously, this one was a special occasion because they actually built out a warehouse area that had like um, wind blowers, had all kinds of things to really just amplify the experience. But when I was in there, I really did feel like I was transported somewhere else. And I think, although it's not the most realistic feeling thing yet, it just gives you this window into what things can be. And as we've seen just in our lifetime, just think about video games. When we were little kids, it went from the Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64. It was a big deal to go from 2D graphics to 3D blocky graphics that weren't realistic at all, but it was something. And hell, when we were kids, the Game Boy was in black and white. Like, I think about that sometimes, like telling the grandkids, hey, yeah, when I, you know, these virtual reality games, we played on these little things with a green, this ugly green screen background and uh, black and white characters. And people are going to think that that's absolutely just like insane. And I just think the potential of virtual reality is just, it's it's really cool to think about it from a gaming perspective, but just to think that, in the same way that those graphics evolved during our lifetime, that that's going to happen in virtual reality. Like what we see today versus what we see in 30 years, just to, just to know how exponential this goes. So as somebody who's a big gamer like yourself or relatively big gamer, not like a massive gamer, but what are some of your thoughts on, well, I guess we'll start with just the virtual reality gaming component. Well, this is, I think, Elon Musk's biggest argument for the simulation theory. He talks about just like, he, I think he specifically has said, I think the biggest uh, evidence towards the, the idea that we're living in a simulation is how video games have advanced in our lifetime and how much more realistic they, they continue becoming. And um, which is an interesting thought to me because we do keep it like, wow, now they have this facial recognition, like uh, the software, you, you get actual actors acting out these roles and it picks up their face and and now there's virtual reality i mean i remember watching like futuristic movies back then and they had the tablets that they would pull down and it was all electronic and i'm just like this stuff is like becoming a reality you know so it's uh it's pretty crazy but um 
So what was your exact first question? It was the games. For yeah. So like, what, what are your thoughts on like the future of virtual reality gaming? Is that something like you take an interest in or what are your thoughts? On? Um, well, the thing with it right now is it's so bulky and like, it's such a huge setup. Um, I think I would be more interested just because like part of the reason why I like games when I play them is, it's just like, it's, it's really simple to just, sit in my gaming chair and just log on and start playing you know mm -hmm. um it's kind of an escape now virtual reality is an escape but it's also like okay i gotta put this helmet on it's it's doing this you know there's wires everywhere so i think um as as this stuff advances you know just like everything everything's gonna get smaller and more compact and and uh, more convenient so i think i would be more uh, interested in investing in something like that when that happens. Um, but I mean, just, uh, I mean, just in the last few years, I think, you know, you have half-life that came out with a game and, you know, that star Wars thing that you're talking about. Um, I've watched some, some stuff. They have a walking dead game come out and I was, I've watched walkthroughs of that game and it's like, these guys are talking about how scary it is to be walking and you hear a zombie in, in your right ear and you turn and it's like right on you and you're about to get eaten. Um, and it's an experience that's a little more intense, which I, it makes me excited about it. But I think just for the convenience aspect right now, I'm kind of being patient with, with that process in terms of like investing in it myself. What, what's your dream scenario for where it could develop to during your lifetime? We'd be like, yes, yeah, like this is what best case scenario, what you want to see during your lifetime. Mm. Best case scenario, I guess just something that um, is wireless home. <laughs> Maybe that's the best. What I'm thinking about is just like, if there just wasn't so many like contraptions that you had to hook into whatever, mm -hmm. I think I would be more inclined to do it. So if you had uh, a setup that was that immersive and it was much, much more convenient to kind of step into, I feel like I'd be all about it. I mean, you know me, I'm a, I am a big gamer guy. You know, I, yeah, I, I yeah, like yeah. playing games. So that, that immersive experience, I would honestly be nervous about someone like me kind of with that. Like <laughs> Dude, I would never see you just be like in the virtual world all the time. <laughs> like, yo, Brandon, let's Dude, like, I've been logged on to Minecraft <laughs> for 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, there's actually a video on YouTube of a guy who stayed a full, an actual full day in a mine in the Minecraft world virtual reality. Like oh, he, man. he tried to sleep and everything. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. That would be so freaky. This is to think about. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would be nervous because games are immersive for me as it is. Like when I play Skyrim, I like think of my character's entire backstory. And I mean, they already have a backstory, but then I think of like, well, the reason he's a wizard is because his father, you know, I get all these things in my head. And so I can, I can imagine uh, having a more intense experience because you're literally stepping into the head of the protagonist and you know character creation and all this stuff you you can really uh jump into a new world and and so i i honestly would be nervous for someone like me to not be able to balance it because i would just be like this is so yeah i would be nervous for you as well yeah <laughs> well, is there any game in particular that you think would make an awesome virtual reality game that doesn't exist right now 
that doesn't exist. Yeah, um, it's like you can make any game in the future. That I guess I don't cool. really know what all games. You know, be cool as Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League Richard. <laughs> that would actually be super fun. Yeah. I like that idea. If you could like, because they make they make like racing chairs. Yeah, like yeah. to to like actual actually simulate what it's like <laughs> to drive a car so if you could yeah, rocket yeah, league yeah. and like you feel like you're flying in the that in would the car. be really fun well actually it's funny you say that because now i'm thinking like uh, i like playing mvp baseball and obviously that game is it's oh school. my gosh how fun would it be to actually play in a professional game and actually have it like you wouldn't feel the pain if you got hit by it, but everything else is the same just yeah, to, like, like see like if you can actually hit against the, these guys the way that they simulate a 90 mile like 90, 90 mile per hour fastball it's like really 90 miles per hour yeah like like you can choose the modes maybe like maybe like mvp mode is you actually face these pitchers it would be tough <laughs> i think it would probably be tough to figure out the physics behind like how somebody could have a good swing because i mean like oh yeah i mean like this is, this is gonna be far off and yeah hard to like because uh, if it would if it would take into account the actual physics of like okay this guy's dropping his back shoulder yeah but that would be cool for training honestly because there have actually been like nascar drivers that have talked about they've used video games like racing video games and like setup like intense setups to train their hand-eye coordination for mm-hmm. actual races um i guess i don't know if they just did that for an article or it's, it was actually accurate but if they could set it up where um you like so much of it is simulated so accurately that you get to actually step into the system and work on your hand-eye coordination and work on what it's like seeing a 90 mile per hour fastball oh, yeah, be like things would like sports i think i mean everybody's constantly getting better at sports but i think sports, sports would take it to an even whole new level because you could literally like think about people who um like like me i lived in minnesota so i had to train in my garage six months out of the year now you give me a simulated thing where i can literally anytime just hook in and i'm i'm like taking bp or whatever that's that's what i'm saying i think that would be super fun like and, and i could even see a scenario where in the future you can like do something gambling where it's like if you can get a hit off of Randy Johnson, it's like <laughs> yeah. you just keep it's like a hundred pitches against Randy Johnson, and if you get a hit off of him, you win a thousand dollars. But if you don't, like you owe money. And just thinking of all the possible scenarios of something like this that yeah. could happen. Yeah, that'd be pretty nuts. I wonder what it'd be like to simulate pitching too, like you actually doing the pitching. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty fun. And I'm also thinking, so another thing I would like um, would be being able to just go to places in virtual reality. Yeah. So like real like, places? Yeah. You just say, like, I've never, like, I've never been to Paris before, but it'd be really cool to just like type in Paris and then boom, I'm, I'm in Paris well, you know, without having to spend the money to go there. And I wonder if that's even more valuable now that we've had a pandemic where people are nervous about getting on flights and, mm-hmm. and being around these massive groups of people. Uh, I mean, like think about concerts. We're missing out on concerts now, oh, yeah. and we've talked about how uh, they're going to do the concerts where it's like um, they're just going to perform for an empty audience and people can watch it. it. I mean, it's cool to watch it on YouTube or whatever it is, but imagine being able to strap into it and you like can feel yourself like walking around a crowd. Like they they simulate the crowd and you like feel the people around you. You can hear all the the crowd noises and. Um, that would be not like I would love. I actually kind of like. I like a lot the uh, like live music DVDs 
Like yeah. you get your favorite band and they have like, oh, this concert was at Radio City Hall and you get to actually see the point. Imagine like strapping into that and like you miss that concert in real life, but you like now get to, get to go to it. Go yeah, get to go amazing. to it. That would be so nuts. That's why I am I'm I'm so fascinated by this idea of virtual reality because I just think that this is like the coolest possible technology. Being able to go anywhere in the world, be able to experience all of the things that you'd ever want to experience without the potential uh, like nerve-wracking consequence of it. You just get to do it. Like driving a car like 300 miles an hour just, just to know what it would feel like. Well, I, um, I, I, I'm I'm guessing you could have probably predicted I was going to bring it here, but I, I've heard good things about virtual reality porn too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I, I, watch, I listen to uh, Dave Bird, Little Dicky, or Little Dicky, whatever, talk on um, Whiskey Ginger podcast about how he's like, it's nuts. He's like, I, I can't jerk off without it now. Because you you put this, he's like, it kind of makes you feel even more gross. Because like after you finish, not only have you finished and have to clean yourself up, but you also have to like take off this headset. And like, <laughs> like, oh god, my hands are just. Oh man, I never thought about that. <laughs> but he's like, it's oh, so cool because you can brutal. like, you'll like what they do is they they like video a panoramic of like a room. So if you're stepping into the room to fuck this chick, you can like look over to the left and see the closet. And then you're like, oh, that's an interesting poster over there. <laughs> so it's like it, it's like a real. I, oh, it's gonna be huge. And then, uh, but I wonder, I wonder what because they all, they already talk about how porn has uh, certain uh, developmental impacts on you, um, and just also just like uh, your arousal impacts, like it, it it releases certain endorphins. And so like, it can be dangerous and it, it leads to like erectile dysfunction oh, yeah. for a lot of guys and stuff. So if you now bring it into this virtual space where they're, they're getting to fuck this porn star that they idolize. Um, yeah. I, I wonder what that would do for, for like, they wouldn't be able to have real sex. They talked about that with like sex robots, like <laughs> how advanced is that technology going to get? And then is it going to, I mean, maybe it'll be a good thing because then dudes will leave chicks alone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, actually, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it, I don't know where that's all going to go, but I do know that it's a really scary thought of just, and we're going to get to the point where when it comes to sex, you're literally just going to be able to go on to a computer and just choose the exact kind of person that you want to have sex with. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, does that mean that it will make it more special to do it with somebody in real life who you really care about? Or will it mean that there's a future where you just date and marry the person based on their personality and not that part of it anymore? I guess it's all just, I, I would argue from a psychological point of view that it's about timing of things. If you grow up as a youth and all of your sexual experiences are virtual, mm -hmm. you know, you're 16 and you're stepping into Pornhub virtually and fucking this just absolute dime piece that's like everything is plastic and whatever um i can imagine that it builds certain expectations for you or that you everything is kind of curved toward towards like like porn already does but now it's even more intense because you get the more immersive experience so i would think like i would think you would really need to be careful like as parents like educating 100%. educating kids being like number one this isn't real 
already like porn just in general it's not real sex but uh number two like this virtual thing you need to be very careful with that stuff because it can a hundred percent it will have uh detrimental impacts so and i i would honestly be worried i would be worried for women in certain ways because i think there's already a bit of insecurity that comes with uh, you know, how do I please my man when he's watching uh, Asian bimbos, double Bs? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, on a certain website. And he's like, well, I'm not Asian. I don't have double Ds. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely like, you know, that women definitely will compare themselves when they see that type of stuff. Too. Right. And so now it's, it's like, well, not only are you doing that, but you're like, it's it's practically. I also wonder, because I mean, some women view watching porn as cheating. So I wonder mm. if this new like immersive state of it is a whole nother level of like, well, I'm not good enough for you that you have to step into this place. Like, so I, yeah, it's, it's going to get, it'd be scary. Yeah. It's going to get really complicated. And, and I'm, I'm also even wondering, cause when you, when you said people who are growing up with this, like, ver like, cause think about people in the future who are just born into the world where virtual reality is this, thing where it's like basically like real life but in virtual reality will there be a point where it's a big deal it's like wow you got with the real life girl <laughs> like oh, like yeah. will that become like a big turn on is that you got with a real life person it's interesting i don't know it's just it's a weird thought because i because i think like it, when it comes to just sexual desires i think that you like people can get bored with things and like sometimes they want something to be a little bit different. So if you always got with someone virtual, wouldn't you want to eventually be with someone who was real? Well, yeah. I mean, even like, like think like, well, right now, virtual porn is you're still jerking off to what you're seeing. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, they, they obviously have other stuff that you can actually penetrate so to speak but um <laughs> like wait we gotta <laughs> just glance over this what, what do you mean other stuff like there are like have like you ever bucket? like what are we talking about here no like actual like they make uh, like okay I got... simulated legs of a woman uh, and you like you like put it over a counter and you fuck the wow you fuck it's the a ass. crazy world out there All yeah right. so i'm wondering if like that will be like hey buy two get one free with this virtual reality porn set can can you think of like can you imagine like the the factory that produces those like the person who's like oh yeah I work at the factory that makes uh <laughs> oh my gosh what a job butts. and then you just like constantly catch workers <laughs> fucking the asses what a fa I, I I've always been very fascinated by the fact that like if you just look around everything is made somewhere and sometimes I'm just like what is the factory that just makes this like little tiny part that goes here. I don't know. It's something I, uh, I like. Like when you go to do a dollar store and there's just all this stuff there. Like there's factories that make all these, like like this little rubber lizard. Like there's a factory somewhere. There's some guy who's been making these little rubber lizards for years. I I wonder what they like for people <laughs> that work in like a sex toy shop. If they're honest, like with their families, they're like, oh, so what's Johnny doing for a living now? He's making dildos. Yo, yeah, I wonder what people you meet in life and they tell you that they work at the post office, but they actually work at the dildo making factory. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like a few people. 
he like puts on like his post office gear and then he's actually like gets in his car and drives to the dildo factory gets out takes it off love it so it's just a bunch of other people who do that same thing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you think they make them in america dildos yeah i think that's american American i'm sure there are some companies I mean, we could do some research. I'll yeah. check it after. We'll check the stats. <laughs> I got to go home quick, but I'll check it. <laughs> I'll look it up. Oh, gosh. Our conversation has been incredible today. Yeah, dude. It's probably because you're wearing a Star Wars hoodie. That yeah, that always it. gets me in the they, they, That usually does it when you wear a Star Wars hoodie. <laughs> I, um, rare, rare, rare sighting. Uh, not to keep uh, hounding this, but one thing I would like to you're, see. You're going to keep hounding I'm it. I'm going to keep hounding I'm just going to pound it into submission. <laughs> Tony, cut this out. Cut out Tony, this leave this. Part All right, in. see what we've done so far. Actually, cut that. Start now. <laughs> this podcast is starting at this moment. Starting um, now. <laughs> no, but I'm. Uh, I'm curious. What I would like to see is uh, because so much of this stuff is so taboo to talk about, and especially when you're talking about um, like kids and like educating them. I think we need to be more willing to actually have conversations about the realities of sex and and this kind of stuff. So if this stuff is going to we need for like our willingness to have these conversations to evolve with how technology is advancing. Otherwise, I think it's going to be detrimental to society. I would say. I would say you're right. Never been wrong. So you were wrong actually earlier today. About what? Just a few things. Name a couple. (laughs) Don't put me in a spot to. You, you well, just you know. brought it up, right? You just figured, know that you were wrong. I figured if you brought this up, you you had some uh, some passionate remarks. I, I'm busy. <laughs> You're pretty busy. I got better things to do than to figure that out. <laughs> what what kind of things you got planned? What kind of things I got? When? Like today? Well, you're so busy. I just figured. Oh, all kinds of stuff I got planned. Oh, you know, I gotta uh, create a new board game it's called Super Monopoly. It's gonna be great. People are gonna love it. Is that one where I would kick your ass in it as well? It's one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys didn't know we had a game night Friday and uh, I emerged victorious. Yeah. I won this watch actually because yeah. of. Here's the thing. Uh, if you play Monopoly, do not make a trade where you give somebody a Monopoly when no one else gets a Monopoly in the beginning. And especially if it's the orange one, which is clearly, clearly the best property in the game. Listen. Anybody that wants to challenge me Monopoly, I'm just really good at sweet talking. All right. I just I just yeah. make my moves and I'm like, hey, you want this card for that one? Sure. Yeah, that was really great. And I'm really competitive in Monopoly. And that was like one of the least competitive games of Monopoly. I think that's I've actually ever the only thing Steven is competitive <laughs> at is Monopoly. Everything else, he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah everything else, I don't care. I'm just, I'm so chill. I'm the chillest guy around. Actually, I, I find it funny how every once in a while somebody calls me chill and I'm like, no. <laughs> Well, you have chill moments. I know I do have chill moments. I, I mean, I'm I would say I'm really chilling about the fact that like I don't I don't take life overly serious. But then at the same time, I technically really do because like I think that life is it's important to I don't know do what feels fulfilling. Like I want to do a lot in life. I just think that I, I was talking to somebody about this recently. I just think when you're an emotional person, you a lot of what makes you who you are is a kind of dynamic. It's like yeah, you can you can be chill, but then you can also be dramatic. No, you, yeah, you can you can be intense in a positive way. You can be angry, uh, and, you know, and 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 it, it be you know explosion or negative or whatever. But I think uh, I don't think it's ever a 
I think essentially the emotional person is more, <laughs> there's more fluidity to that kind of a person than someone who's just like always like analytical or logical. Dude, fluidity is definitely the word of the day. Mark it, it down at home. Word name of the, the day. Name of the podcast. We should, we should do a word of the day sometimes. I, I like the idea of that. Yeah. I'll come up with it. <laughs> I know a lot of big words. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear one. <laughs> Photosynthesis. <laughs> photosynthesis. That was the first one that came to mind. Actually, not even really that long or big of a word. I feel like most people probably know what photosynthesis My is. My sister actually gets pissed at me because she thinks that I use too big of words. She's like, just speak like a normal person. Why do you gotta why do you use big words? And I'm just like <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm just like, I, I No, I you know who me. really does that? Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, he has like 20 power words. That he always like refers to, and every time he speaks, he just like pulls one of them out, and you're like, "Great, Stephen A. Clearly, this is on like your word of the week." At least he's not Max Kellerman. At least he's not Max Kellerman. <laughs> I, can't I think. Stand yeah, yeah I, 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 honestly, I don't really like either of them that much. I don't really find either of their takes to be like all that great, but. Let me check what time it is. Brandon loves having this watch. <laughs> Brandon's a big watch guy. He's just trying to join the watch club, dude. Interesting. Having a having a watch Let's is see definitely. See what the, the weather is like in Venezuela. <laughs> That's a smart watch. Now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just got to do the dial, and then we're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's got a lot of different components to it. Wow. Benghazi's not doing too great. <laughs> Did you know it's raining in Washington right now? <laughs> Oh, I want to know, have you ever seen the rain? <laughs> oh, no. I did worry about that when we got this microphone set up. I was like, my, Brandon's definitely going to start singing more on the podcast because he's going to be yeah, like, because I want to hear that crisp. Vocal. It's going to it's going to feel like he should sing more and having like this microphone set up. I definitely thought about that and we see it. Yeah, but I feel like am I really going to sing want to sing more? I feel like no. I yes, you're a hundred thousand percent. Any pretty much any time I hear a word that, that reminds you of a lyric. Which is great because, like, there's literally millions of songs. So you're probably going to find one in, like, every single sentence. And I bet even me saying every sentence now, you're you're specifically looking for it. I don't have to look <laughs> for it. It just comes to me. Dude, you're, you're, uh, you're really good at that. Thanks. You're incredibly good at that. What other things do you think I'm good at? Um, Let's get to the okay. brass tacks. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll do a game of uh, what things are we good at. Here okay. we go. All right, Brandon is well, good. Well, actually, let me ask you, because we did a live stream, and they asked what's one thing that we should change about each other. Were you mad about the thing that I said about you? Um, No, because I thought you'd probably say it. Yeah, well, and I don't even mean it necessarily like... In a bad way, but you do mean it in a bad way. Well, no. I, <laughs> I, I, if I say I want to change it, it's something that I think that... But I... I I guess to me, it's similar to the thing that I said about Jess, where I like, I want her to value herself more. And like, cause I want, like, I want you guys to be happy. Like I want you guys to, to feel good about yourself. So like when I see you doing this stuff, I feel like you're creating problems for yourself. And like, as your friend, as someone who cares about you, I'm just like, I just want it to be easier for you not to carry this burden or something. So it, it does come from a place of caring about you. It's not like, yeah, the Steven guy, fuck that guy. I can't believe this guy's competitive with other people and he compares himself to shit. It's not a, it's not a fuck you. It's more of a, like, I just, I just want things to be easier for you. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it really, it, it didn't keep me up at night. Okay. That's good. 
Now, the guy who on my YouTube comment told me I have the worst beard in the world. He kept I like your head. beard. I know. You got a better beard than I, I, I do. I don't know what he's talking about. I need to actually trim up my beard a little bit. I also need a haircut, <laughs> which I've said multiple times. I think you should turn your haircuts into content. Could be nice. Before and after. It's my new fucking haircut. Did you see that video? Oh, yeah. I've seen it before. Oh, yeah, Plenty of times. All right. Let's get back to brass tech. Okay. So uh, what are we good at? All right. What are we good at? All right. So, are we going to say what we're in? Like I say what I'm good at, or you say? No, I tell you what you're good at, then you tell me what I'm good at. Okay. I think if we do like two or three, I think after that people will be like, "All right, we get it. You guys are good at things." So we could do we could do good things, and then oh, we'll do bad things because I feel like people are gonna want to know that too. It's gonna be great. Yeah. All right, fine. You go first. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said you were gonna say that. I was gonna say that. Nah, I have to go first. All right, fine. I'll go first. All right, Brandon is good at. You say singing. Fuck you. I'm... All right, singing. <laughs> Uh, Steven is good at um, being on camera. Okay. That seems very ambiguous, but all right, that's fine. Specifically, I, I, like in, sitting on it or like, we talk. Yeah, sitting on camera. <laughs> you just won't let go of the sex stuff, huh? <laughs> I'm really good at sitting on camera. <laughs> Wait, now is it like super good, dude? Now is like you're recording yourself just sitting, or you actually mean literally sitting on the camera? I'm physically sitting on. The <laughs> He's gone through a lot of cameras in his time. I'll say that. I break a lot of cameras. Just can't stop sitting on. He has to get the most durable kind because he just constantly sits. <laughs> oh on his man! Wait, so do you record yourself sitting on it? Or uh, you just... No, I can't because the lens is facing <laughs> one way, and I'm sitting on it. Honestly, the image that popped through my head was you just bare ass sitting on the lens and somehow recording and it just goes straight up your asshole and you get a full Dude, I didn't, that's These are all your words. I didn't tell you to say any of this. Wait, what's that called? What's the, the doctor trip? Uh, prostate exam. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's nothing like that, Brandon. Absolutely nothing like that. You, you know what it's like, huh? I know nothing. <laughs> or do I? Okay, so I got to say, what else is Brandon good at? Um, let's see. I gotta think. Wow, this is hard for him. I guess it's kind of tough. There's just so many things that Brandon is really good at. To come up with one is a really tough one. Um, your, I would say you're really good at keeping conversations going with any person. Like I can't. I don't think there's any person that I could put you in a room with. That you could not keep a conversation going with them. That's nice. You. That's thank you. <laughs> this is getting gaze of our <laughs> lives. Huh? This is getting real sappy. But... Um. I think, I think that you are really good at having a infectious energy about you. I think that. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's necessarily youthful uh, in the sense like it it's just you it, it's it's more like um, just overall passionate about life. And I think that that's contagious and uh, people catch on to that and like being around you for that. I like that one. That's super nice. And uh, I got a YouTube comment in which someone called me or told me that I need to be more charismatic on camera. Interesting. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I, I was like, the, literally the audacity of these people tell me that I need to have more 
I need to be more charismatic on camera. I'm like, my favorite thing is people right. that like act like you need to listen to that, that criticism. And, and then if you don't, you're not good at taking, it's like, I don't even fucking know you dude. Uh, yeah. You I know. Coming in my YouTube comments telling me I need more charisma. I don't, who who the hell are you? You make videos, and if you go to their YouTube channel, <laughs> oh, they how never many videos do. They, got? Zero. they never do. Or honestly, most of the time, if they do have videos, they're just absolutely terrible. It's just like them sitting there being like, "Oh, uh, hi." I'm like, "Okay, so where was the charisma in this video?" Yeah, it's absolutely mind blowing. Not to go on too much of a tangent, but that was just another one I saw earlier today, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, no offense I, taken." I've got my third nice thing for you. If you don't have one yet, um. Let me think of one. All right. Nice thing about Brandon. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a weird one, but it reminds me of the infectious thing that you said. Uh, Wait, you're going to talk about my AIDS? <laughs> Wait, cut that part out. <laughs> I'm definitely cutting that part out. See, that's one of those things like 400 years from now, they're going to be like, Brandon made that joke. That's He's, why Tony's cutting that out. You're literally you're you get that, Tony? You're getting your future statue taken down literally for that comment. <laughs> um. So one thing is your your like influence in general is very positive. Like when I think about spending time with people, like there's some people I'll spend time with and I'm like more likely to get in trouble or like something bad will happen or just is a bad influence that will make me not be productive or will make me do something. Like nobody's going to make me do anything, but just will put me in a situation to be less successful at being the person I want to be. Your really good at being the good influence of putting me in the situations to be successful and to be the person I'm proud to be. That's awesome. I'm glad you feel that way. Um, my last one for you would be, I think that you are one of the most loyal people I've ever met. Uh, obviously our friendship has been for the majority of the time, uh, long distance. And I've, I've moved back and forth between states a bunch, but I've never had a friendship um, like ours, but not only like ours, but be able to exist within that. And I, I'd like to say that I have, you know, I obviously have a role to play in that, but I think that that's because of how loyal and, and uh, good you are at, at uh, um, being a friend. So that would be my last one. That's a really nice one. I, uh, I appreciate that a lot. I think <laughs> no. It's the in person. <laughs> in person ones, ones, we get to do kiss um, stuff. Are we about to kiss? No. Dang, you didn't say. It. That's a bit okay. One of my favorite things is when I say, "Are we about to kiss?" You say, "I hope not." <laughs> Play with the bit, dude. Hey, things are different now. Look at this. We got a curtain behind us. These microphones. We literally started recording. We used our iPhones. Now we have Joe Rogan's mic. Quick on, it's the Everything Must Go I, podcast yeah. mic. Now right? we have the official Everything Must Go podcast mic. They literally made these mics specifically for our show. So that being said, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm changing things. So now you're going to quote your own songs. <laughs> Do you think it's you think it's pretentious if I sing my own song? Probably. I, I, One thing you say a lot that I let's end up um, is uh, <laughs> what? Taking, you're taking aback. Taking aback. I have an unreleased song that he's heard, but he'll be like, I was really taken aback and immediately I go, taking aback, damn, I love it when you. 
Yeah, I, I, I actually, you know, I, I, I say that people overuse pretentiousness. They always act like everything is pretentious. But I actually, but I do actually think that maybe quoting your own songs and singing your own songs <laughs> on your own podcast that you have with your friends. Yeah, right, dude. That's that, not might, pretentious. that might. If be I'm it. gonna create art, I'm gonna create art that I enjoy. And so, if I think my stuff is catchy, I'm gonna. No, and I've stuff. and I've said that. No, I, I agree with that. But to go out of your way to bring it up. Eh, you go out of my way. I'm I doing the same thing I do with everything else. If you say a lyric I hear, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing the lyric. I think I can build a case. I'm putting a lawyer on this. But build a case. I'm, I'm putting We're a going to court. All right, we gotta do three bad things. Uh did we do three good things yet? Did I tell you three good things? Yeah, you told me three good things. Okay, what about uh three okay, so three bad three things? Three bad things, yeah. All right, we gotta be quick with these ones. Okay. All right, three bad things. Let's just do three. We have to each just say three in a row. Okay. All right. So Brandon, three bad things about Brandon. Um Okay, let's think here. One. Uh, okay, I got one. Sometimes Brandon is so chill about something that it will backfire. <laughs> like just something dumb. We're like, I, I could see Brandon being the kind of person where he has like, um, uh, like it, an issue with something, and then he's like, eh, it's not even a big deal. But then like it because he thinks it's not a big deal. After a while, it like becomes a big deal. So like he it just happened that kind of <laughs> quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah. that person uh another bad thing about brandon is he he definitely can get like pretty pissed off sometimes about things like he definitely has a temper um which isn't necessarily a bad thing but like sometimes it can be a bad thing so yes. i'll say that and another bad thing about brandon is that sometimes let me think i don't want to i don't want to just throw out garbage i only got one more at this well, the chill thing you said on the live stream that you think i take jokes too far sometimes. oh yeah so the other one is is that sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just cannot have a serious conversation with brandon when he's like it basically unless it's like super super important like he really understands like in that moment you need him to be serious he'll he'll literally go to the ends of the earth to make sure he's not serious about anything <laughs> literally i'll go to the ends of the earth <laughs> literally this man will go to the ends of the earth to ensure that not a single like i've hung out with brandon before and like an hour has gone by and all i've heard is killing the game and just like <laughs> and just like it seems like he's got 10 certain phrases he goes over and over again one of my favorite clips <laughs> in one of your vlogs is the one where you're like trying to get us to be productive and i'm sitting <laughs> on the couch and i'm like what dude i can't just have a conversation with my friend oh uh, yeah i know that, that was that, definitely one of the jokey moods that I was yeah in. that was that was a good one but i'd say those are my three all right you're three oh, no i do not like this you're three okay i'll start off with the, the the one that i said on the live stream that i think uh you compare yourself to things externally um, it's part of your competitiveness, which I think competitiveness is good to a certain extent, but you end up being competitive with things that are subjective and out of your control. And I think that you add a burden on yourself that you don't need. Um, number two, and I actually think that this is a bad thing about me as well. I think you and I have this in common to a certain extent. Um, but I think that um, sometimes you make your problems, other people's problems. Like when you're in a bad mood or something, um, it, it's almost like an, a wearing your emotions on your sleeve. It's uh, part of that energy that's infectious. It's also when your energy is shit, like everybody's going to have to deal with how your energy is shit. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And uh, then three, I would say. What should I do for the third one? Um, I would say that you are the 
polar opposite of me on some things with the chillness where you get overly paranoid on stuff, <laughs> which I think that we balance each other out in a, to yeah. a certain extent where you can be like, oh, I think we should be a little more concerned about this. And sometimes I can be like, no, just relax. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Um, but yeah, that'll be my third. Yeah, I, I'd actually agree with all three of those. those. Those are all pretty fair. There's definitely times <laughs> I definitely like growing up. I would be notorious sometimes. I'm like, you know what? I'm having a bad day. I'm going <laughs> to make sure <laughs> that I take it out of and people would be like, why? We were having a fun game of basketball. Why did you just turn into a jerk? I'm just like, I'm having a bad game. <laughs> yeah, sometimes playing games that. with you is not fun. because I do that sometimes. Like, I know. <laughs> even when you, like, we were playing MLB Showdown, <laughs> and the game was 0-0 going into the seventh, and all I heard was whining the entire time <laughs> about how his team is underperforming. I'm like, the game's not over yet. And then he ended up winning. So... Not only did I lose, but for the entire game, I had to hear about how bad your team was doing. And then I fucking <laughs> lost to you. It's just like, I, this isn't fun for me. Just because you're having a rough time doesn't mean I need to have a rough time while I'm trying to play a game that I enjoy. Fuck face. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, you know what we haven't really been doing lately? Final oh. thoughts. Ooh, some we, good used old final to, we used to like be really big. I mean, like final thoughts. We actually also like you still do it a pretty good job, but we should part of our final thoughts. We should do. Um, well, we, we kind of asked, like, do you have anything else you want to say? It's kind of a final yeah, thought yeah. Thing. But uh, we should update people on our uh, on our creative ventures. I feel like we haven't mm. like had a specific like you. Mm-hmm. You I think you do it better than I do. But I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, a specific like, OK, now talk about what you've been posting, what's been going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is actually probably a good time to do it too. Um, I guess I can start on this one. Um, because of this new setup, you'll see that in my videos moving forward that they're gonna have like this background and this microphone. I'm really excited about that. I just did my first live stream and the new setup, it looks exponentially better than anything before. It's really like making me think like, what can I do to maximize this? So I've been doing that. I uh my back has been feeling better. I want to update people real quick because I was having like some real problem. I actually, for the first time, I did not edit a video and post it on YouTube. I think in a year and a half or something like that. Like I've always at least posted a video, at least one a week, but I actually had to pay attention to my physical health and like really listen to the fact that my body's telling me, do not like sit hunched over computer editing. You got to take care of this. I've been like working on some stretches. So I'll be back at making um, videos that I'll be editing. I'll be um, doing it with this new background, the new microphone. I don't even really have like the my like next few videos figured out yet exactly, but what I do know is that I'm gonna be doing like expect a lot of live streams and expect me to be able to more easily produce videos in this setup than I was before. So that's uh, that's about that. And then my other other comment on it is in terms of vlogging. Uh, obviously, originally I wanted to do the My Life in Chicago vlog series like once a week, but given what's been going on here. I, I really think that what I'm going to do, not instead, because I still think I'll still do my life in Chicago vlogs sometimes, but I'm going to just be doing a lot more live streams in general. And Brandon and I have experimented with, with this a little bit. Um, the other day we did one where we opened up some of the microphone stuff and uh, we did another one where, with our friend Jess, who was also on the live stream with us. And I think that you're going to start seeing a lot of that. And I predict that you'll start to see some YouTube videos of me and Brandon on my channel 
where we're at the mic like this and picking like a certain topic and talking about it. that's something that i've really been wanting to do and uh, i can see that being a, a big part of the future yeah which i'm excited about i honestly think I've, I've said this to you but i think your head's been in a really good place about your creative stuff like even though like obviously not posting a video on a, a week when you've been so consistent I'm sure you can look at that as a negative, but for me, I think that's a huge plus to hear that you're, you were even willing to take that time for yourself. And I didn't even hear you really complain about it or anything, which was like, I, I think that your head is in, in a good, good space with a lot of this stuff. Um, so I'm, I, I'm glad that you're even willing to take it to that um, without uh without completely derailing you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now um, as far as my content goes, I actually had a good week. I posted three different covers, um, posted uh, cough syrup by young, the giants, and you get to see uh, a clip of me skydiving. So that was pretty cool. Um, then I did uh, older than I am by Lennon Stella. That one's uh, more raw. I just, I, I literally played piano and sang live instead of doing like the typical production. And then uh, a buddy of mine, Alex, um, he has done some other covers with me. He did uh, Youth by Daughter, which was the first video I posted on this YouTube channel. And then he also did The Scientist by Coldplay with me. Um, and we did a live performance of Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. And so I posted that today, Sunday. Um, so check those out. I also made a big announcement on Instagram, but I'm re-releasing all my transistor radio. Uh, if you don't know transistor radio, it was, I had an eighties synth pop band with my old roommate in Nashville and we released an EP back in 2014 of five songs and we had done music videos and different covers. And so, um, uh, he actually sent me more tracks and I'm going to work on them and try to come up with, uh, a whole new EP, but, um, it got me thinking, I was just like, I have a whole new audience now of people who have never even heard of transistor radio, including some of you who might be listening to the podcast. Um, and so it was just like, I talked to him about it and I was like, what do you think if we do a re-release of this stuff that so many people haven't heard? And so I have a, I have a strict schedule. I think, uh, this Thursday, um, uh, have a video for a song called things coming out. And then the, the following Thursday is a video for a song called Won't Quit. These are both songs off the e upcoming EP. And then um, that Saturday after that Won't Quit video comes out, a behind-the-scenes video of the Won't Quit video comes out. And then I think the next week is... Oh, a, uh, I'll have two covers come out with Transistor Radio um, somewhere only we know by Keen and Talking Body by Tove Lo. Um, and then after that week, the album or the EP will re-release on like Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, so be looking out for that stuff. I'm also going to try to get back into doing my songwriter to songwriters, which if you guys don't remember what that, that is, it's uh, basically, I just kind of do some analysis of lyrics and, and give my just general life thoughts with some of what the lyrics make me feel and stuff. Um, and then also I will continue doing my own personal covers. So got a lot of content coming out. Um, please, uh, if you're not subscribed to me, Brandon J. Flippin, um, I'm at one thirty, which is kind of cool to think. Like, I just remember, like, I don't know, last year I was below 100 and, and I'm getting closer and closer to that 200 mark. And I don't know, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see that that continue to grow. So absolutely. And I guess if you uh, want to subscribe to me on YouTube, it's uh, Stephen Russell B is just like my Instagram and everything else. 
Dope. Anything else? Any other final thoughts? Um, I think that's it. Just a monumental moment to, to record here in person. And uh, some things that Brandon and I are going to be working on to improve the quality of the show now that we've got this new setup here. So expect some things to uh, be changing. Pretty excited. Um, awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, I appreciate you sticking around. If you want to email us, emgpod at gmail.com for any thoughts, comments, or concerns. If you want to call us, 513-427-EMG5 uh, to leave us a voicemail, that'd be awesome. Uh, we're, we have been talking about getting a soundboard, um, and so we might incorporate some some segments with with the soundboard, one of them, the famous off-the-top segment. So some of the stuff that we're talking about, how it might be coming uh, soon. That's that's kind of some of the things that are in the works. Um, if you want to reach out to any of us individually or through the podcast on social media, it's at EMG pod for Instagram and Twitter. I am at Brandon J. Flippin. He is at Stephen Russell B. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Oh.